Hello, this is Dr. Isabelle Amig from Unabridged MD, where we provide you with hope driven by science. I am so excited to be here today. Um, I had a very important question, and uh, here it is. How did you start to love yourself? That's a really hard question to answer. Um, the first answer is it took a long time. Uh, but not that long. It just took several months to really go deep within. Uh, the second is that it's actually, it was a luck in a way, some luck to get a chance to get cancer, to go within, uh, to go within me. Because when you're afraid of dying, the ego goes away. Not completely, of course, but it goes away much more than in a general life when everything is fine. And so you actually can go a lot deeper uh, when you don't have this nagging voice of the ego coming um, to you out of the time. And so um, I thought about this question very much because I think that, you know, in my practice um, with my patients, as well as when I had this diagnosis of cancer, I realized that um, a lot of the time, we feel angry, angry about our body, but actually I think it's even more so angry about ourselves. And I have come across a lot of patients, um, and I'm sure it's actually a lot more, um, but a lot of patients when I actually ask them, like, do you love yourself? They say no. Uh, and it's, it's sad, but at the same time, it just shows us that a lot of us don't necessarily realize how incredibly beautiful we are uh, within. Uh, and, and so, you know, th this question really resonated within me because that's really what I was looking, that I, I was looking for love during my cancer journey. And I thought the love was from outside uh, and that I was looking for some man that would love me. Uh, and it's not that um, I, I wasn't loved, but it's just that I didn't feel loved. And, um, and, and ultimately, I realized that it wasn't, it, it wasn't important, the love that came from outside. The most important love was the love that came from inside. And in terms of what really helped me, was to actually see myself from the outside. And so start seeing myself the way I saw my own friends. And so one of the questions I ask patients very often is, are you a good friend? And are you a good friend? And often, very often, I hear yes. And it's very funny to see that people who are very good friends and are very uh, um, driven towards helping their friends see themselves absolutely not for the same lens than they see their friends. So are you a good friend? And then if you are a good friend, can you see yourself through the same lens than you see your friends? Because then you finally start seeing the beauty of who you are for what it really is. We're not talking ego here. We're talking about really deeply who you truly are. There is only one of us. There is only one of you. And you are, I, I really want to use that word, you are sacred. Uh, 
And, and if you can see the sacred in you, what, what's so incredible about you with the lens of a friend looking at you, you actually can realize how beautiful you are. And that can help. And that can really help in starting to love yourself. Um, the other, other thing that really helped me was to forgive myself to when, to, to any time that I had not been, uh, as good as I wanted to be. Because ultimately we are not perfect. We do the best with what we have at that moment. And the truth is, um, that there is always a reason why we were not better and why we were not as like the way we wanted to be. So for example, uh, uh, a, a lot, a lot of struggle, for example, when it comes to diet, right? Nutrition. Sometimes we are not choosing the best, you know, food, uh, for us. But feeling guilty is not helping our body. And, um, wh one of the thing that I want to, I want to mention is the fact that like that, that doesn't help to feel guilty. What helps is to recognize that we did not necessarily choose the best option that day and to kind of think of why is it that we chose this versus, you know, a better, healthier option. And the moment we start realizing what's the reason behind that choice is the moment we start realizing that we have not that it's an excuses, but we have reasons why we had this choice versus this other one. And it allows us to understand how to be better the next time and be kind to ourselves with, you know, a, a, this, this reason. So I always like to use kids' uh, um, analogy because I think that we are much more uh, willing to have excuses for kids uh, uh, toddlers, uh, or even younger. And it doesn't mean that they are not tiring, but it just means we, we don't expect them then, uh, to be more, uh, Mother Teresa or Albert Einstein right away. We understand that they are growing and that they are learning. And I think it is the same thing for all of us. And the moment we start realizing that is the moment we start being kinder and more understanding toward ourselves. And it's also the moment we start realizing that we can be loved. So, you know, be, being kinder, uh, being more understanding, looking at ourselves through the lens of our friends' uh, uh, look uh, when we see our friends. Um, and then some other things that can really help you know, loving it like ourselves a little bit more is to look at what makes us happy. What what is really what makes us happy? I'm not talking about the fleet, you know, the the pleasure that you know, I don't know, winning a prize would have given us, or uh, winning, you know, having a first paper as an author uh, in scientific uh, academic uh, um, medicine, for example. But really, what what makes us truly happy? Where you know, you, you, you carry that, that, that joy for a long time because being in that joy, being in that, that, that uh, joy of life, 
uh, and pleasure of life actually can really help us get and tap into the loving ourselves. Um, and I think that that's a very, very important thing that we don't necessarily sit in the joy that we have in life. It's almost that it's almost as if the moment we had joy, we were like, oh, I have had joy. That's enough. I'm not, I'm not supposed to have that much joy. And that's actually very interesting when it comes to sexuality. I'm, I'm definitely not like an expert, but there is a lot of guilt when it comes to pleasure and sexuality, whereas we should actually just embrace it. Uh, better said than done. But it's, it's really the same concept in general. Why is it that you cannot sit in joy? Why is it that you cannot sit in pleasure? There's nothing wrong about joy and pleasure. And uh, same thing when we are eating chocolate, right? Like, why is it that we cannot be in the pleasure of eating chocolate? Because it be, be eating, uh, eating the chocolate for a long period of time, uh, like this one you know, piece of chocolate that we're going to savor, uh, that's actually, in a way, saying that I deserve this. I deserve this pleasure. I love myself, and I'm going to give this piece of chocolate to myself at this moment and not feel guilty about it, right? Because if I feel guilty, that is for me, I'm going to eat it as fast as possible so that there is no evidence of what I just did. <laughs> but unfortunately, it doesn't work, and I don't love myself for it. If I decide that I deserve this, I am... Um, I have the right to be in this pleasure of eating this piece of chocolate. Well, I'm going to enjoy it more than, you know, than just being there. Like I'm actually going to make something really special about it. So uh, th those, those are some of the things that have helped me. Uh, I think sitting in gratitude is actually also super powerful to learn how to love ourselves. Um, and, you know, uh, I know some people do gratitude journal and I, I definitely recommend them. You can, you know, think of three things that you are grateful for in the day. I like to sometimes just uh, be grateful in general uh, for life, for what's around me at that moment. It doesn't even have to be an incredible place. It can be literally in the subway, on the bus or, you know, uh, commuting, just like being in that moment very present and realizing how lucky I am to be here at that moment and seeing all the beauty of nature. And I find that when I do this, I have a tendency to love myself a lot more deeply uh, because it's not about loving our ego. Our ego has nothing. Like our ego is here to protect us, but some, like most of the time I find that our ego are in the way. And, uh, and our ego is not kind. Our ego is absolutely not kind. Um, so yeah, th those, those are really things that really drive me now. Um, and, and I try to really sit and really go deeply into what's the most important for me. And loving myself is really important. Uh, and it's not a superficial love. It's a really deep love. And it took, it took, it definitely took work to get there. Um, uh, in terms of exercise, other than the like exercise that you can do at home, um, there, there is one more thing that I think uh, can add to, to uh, getting there is to start removing people who are not making you feel good. And so if you find yourself not feeling good after an encounter, it's, it doesn't mean that that person is bad or anything. It, it's not about this. It's about 
who you are at that moment and who you want to be. And if you feel uncomfortable after an encounter, uh, either you have the courage and you feel okay and you, you really love that person. And so you want to confront them and, and talk to them about it and just be like, Hey, you know, I, I felt this way when you said this. And I do not know why I felt this way. And I just want to talk to you about this. Or you can decide that they are not worth spending so much time and energy around and start looking at the people who make you feel good and surround yourself with those people. And, you know, uh, it's the same thing. It's not necessarily just people that are your friends or family. It can actually just be people online, uh, Twitter accounts and, you know, posts. And just start seeing, like, how do you feel? Uh, because the way you feel is going to actually... Um, it's going to stain you, uh, not necessarily negative. It can also be very positive, but I am a big believer that I would rather be around good and positive uh, things around me so that I feel better, you know, about me, about my life, my condition. And so one of the things that I do not do is uh, listening to the news. They always come anyway, uh, but I find the news are all about very negative and very, very scary things. And I just feel that that's not real life. And that's just a clickbait in general, even the biggest, best, uh, you know, newspaper. And I'm just like, well, if it, if there's something that's important for me, it's, it's going to come. It's always coming because everyone else is, uh, you know, reading the news. And for me, it's not worth it. So um, it's not worth losing the energy about it because I'm, I feel sad and I empathize and I just always feel guilty to be in, you know, in the joy, joyful moments of my life. If not, everyone can be joyful. And so here is what I want to say is like, you know, they can be less joyful, but you don't have to be, um, you don't, like, it's not that you're not empathizing with those situations is just that what you're saying is like, look, I decide to love myself and I decide to live in happy and joy. You can come here. I will share the space with you. I don't have to come down. You can go and elevate yourself up there. So, uh, I think I will leave you here. There's a lot of food for thought. So I think that all of those things really helped me to start loving myself the most important thing is to realize that it doesn't come from outside. It comes from within and boundaries and realizing what makes you happy, uh, what brings you joy and uh, what doesn't. And uh, starting here, like really a small circle and then just growing a little bit bigger uh, slowly. Um, so a lot of exercises, gratitude journal, um, looking, feeling, feeling and recognizing the feelings uh, realizing that you are enough and you are unbelievable because you are unique. There's no one else that's going to be like you later and there has never been a you. And uh, looking at yourself through the glasses of the lens that you use when you see your friends. Um, please like, comment, subscribe, share ask me questions. There's a lot of questions that are coming from text and from emails, uh, but you can ask them also on the platform. It's a truly a pleasure and honor to be here. Again, I'm uh, Isabelle Amig from Unabridged MD, where we provide you hope driven by science. Have a wonderful day. Take good care. Bye-bye.